Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning, Andrew. Thank you so much, Andy, for being here this morning. Good morning, and thank you for having me on. Absolutely. You know, I, I said to my, I was watching with my teenage sons last night. We were watching some of the coverage yesterday, and I I said, you know, I can't imagine the the parents of some of these students on campuses, and I have many friends who've said, "Uh, you're coming home. This is terrifying what's going on on campuses, not just UPenn, where I know the ADL had reached those, um, had released some of the numbers, the stats, which are disturbing. 73% of Jewish college students reporting anti-Semitism on campus just this year. And even reporting that professors making comments in class, not just the, the threats by bullies or by graffiti artists or, you know, ter- basically terrorists on campus, but even professors. Talk to me about what the ADL, what you know, what you're doing, and what needs to be done here. Yeah, so thank you again for having me Absolutely. on this morning. You know, as as the regional director for the Philadelphia office overseeing eastern Pennsylvania, southern New Jersey, and Delaware, one of the things I wanted to share with you is um, I actually came to ADL in January of 22 following what was 23 years working in higher education administration. My doctorate's actually in higher education administration, and there's a lot of reasons I chose to come and work at the ADL, but one of those was uh, the rising anti-Semitism and anti-Israel sentiment on college campuses. And so, you know, we are obviously seeing significant amounts of harassment, significant amounts of vandalism. We see this to both um, on anti-Semitism. We also see it anti-Muslim hate as well going on uh, across the country. But as far as the anti-Semitism goes on campuses, um, we have students who don't feel safe. We have students who... You know, I was talking with a student recently from a local university who was part of a student chat group where it's a study group. And as part of that chat, uh, people started sharing very anti-Israel sentiment on it. And this particular student said to them, you know, hey, for those who are interested, could you move that to a different chat? Can we keep this just to schoolwork? She wasn't even telling them to not talk about it. And this particular student was then evicted uh, from that chat. That's just one example 
of harassment, denial of, of ability to engage um, that we're seeing locally, uh, along with the chance uh, for intifada, which is a really a, a chance for violence. Um, and these are things. And when we talk about what happened at the hearings with the university presidents, you know, they were asked point blank, uh, does a call for genocide against Jews uh, a violation of the code of conduct? And I had put out a statement the day after that basically said a call for genocide against Jews or any other group of people is a call for identity-based mass violence. And after dedicating 23 years working in higher education, there's no context, no argument that can justify calling for the genocide of Jews. Um, and so it's our duty, especially those in educational institutions, to uphold the values of respect, diversity, and inclusivity. Um, and there's no question that calls for genocide or a campus or a form of harassment that if it wasn't addressed would put universities at risk of violating federal civil rights laws and our just students deserve better. And this is what we need from our colleges and universities right now. It is, but I don't know that, you know, just the resignation of some of the Ivy league presidents. Um, I don't know that that's enough at this point, Andrew. In other words, I think that we're just scratching the surface in realizing Okay, what's going on? We know, we now know that, that it's here, that it's happening, and it's real. We've heard too many reports. And this is not just here in our region, but it seems to be across the country. If it were any other group, I just want, just, just for example, can we play Anthony Dorenzo, our executive producer? What happened on Saturday Night Live just over the weekend? And I, to me, watching this, and thinking about the way that they're, I guess they just don't like Elise Stefanik, so they're trying to make fun of her, but she's saying the words that she actually said. This is being ripped today on social media, by the way, but let's just listen to this exchange. This is supposed to be funny. Miss Stefanik. Thank you, Chairwoman. Now, I'm going to start screaming questions at these women like I'm Billy Eichner. Anti-Semitism, yay or nay? I'm sorry, what? Yes or no is calling for the genocide of Jews against the Code of Conduct for Harvard. Well, it depends on the context. <gasps> what? <laughs> that can't be your answer, you pen lady. Same question, yes or no? Well, we are serious about stopping all forms of hatred, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia. <laughs> The second one, MIT lady, chance to steal. And keep in mind, if you don't say yes, you're going to make me look good, which is really, really hard to do. You know, to me, this just, it's such a serious topic happening, no matter what somebody's politics. It's disturbing what's happening. It's real. I mean, my goodness, we see it every day. And and the images are real. Nobody's making this up. The fact that they're even making light of this time, maybe they don't like Elise Stefanik or her, her style or whatever, but to make light of this when it just happened and, you know, we had students from our local campus and, and around the nation testifying to what's been going on. What does that tell you that the media is is just so tone deaf to this? Yeah, I, I did not watch the Saturday Night Live this uh, weekend, so I have not seen that clip. Yeah. I obviously just heard the, the piece that you shared. So, you know, without having had a chance to watch the full yeah. thing, I would not want to comment on that. But as far as media coverage in general, you know, we, we've seen challenges in the media to begin with. Um, you know, even going back to October 7th, 
referring to Hamas as militants rather than terrorists. Um, you know, talking about, um, you know, and I saw some media people doing this, but when they were talking about uh, the hostage versus prisoner exchange, and yes. to clarify here, you know, some people were saying hostage exchange. You know, the, the, the folks who were in prison in Israel were prisoners. They were there uh, for a variety of reasons versus these were innocent civilian hostages who were taken in. So, you know, the media does have to do better, period. Um, and we need leaders. You know, you asked also about or you've made the comment that resignation of presidents is not enough. Absolutely. You're correct on that. Um, but it does start with the, the leaders. It does start with that. And we really need to have a level of moral class clarity versus moral equivalency and what is our moral clarity when it comes to these types of things and, and what goes on moving forward. Definitely. And I wanted to ask you as we continue the conversation with Andrew Gretzky, who's here um, with the Philadelphia, the regional ADL director or back, I should say it's your, your second time. Um, but I wanted to ask you about TikTok, social media. So there are some, some statistics, Andrew, which suggest the people who get their news from something like TikTok are pro-Gaza or pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian, if you will, and are more anti-Semitic in their beliefs and even tend to be Holocaust deniers. Do you Are you looking at that as far as the role of social media and the importance of social media when it comes to this issue? Absolutely. You know, ADL, we have, as I'm the regional director, we have our Center for Technology and Society, which has been around for almost a decade now, um, maybe a little bit less than that, and really has been looking at the proliferation of hate online and the proliferation of misinformation and disinformation online. Uh, Facebook, I mean, you mentioned TikTok, but Facebook now has a policy where they will remove Holocaust denial. Uh, my understanding is ADO was a significant contributor to that policy. Uh, we'd like them to enforce it better. Um, and, and to do that enforcement. But misinformation and disinformation online is utterly uh, prolific at this point. And so really, you know, especially when I'm talking with parents of kids ages 18 to 25. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. With most of them getting their information from there, really trying to educate them on how do you determine if something is misinformation? Where are you checking the validity of what you're getting? Anti-Defamation League, we actually have a blog online that you can find on our website around misinformation and disinformation related to the Israel-Hamas war. I encourage you to go take a look at that and look at that information that's on there. Um, but that's where uh, we're absolutely looking at that. We absolutely need to teach our young children as well as our young adults uh, where to get their information from or not. And then we need these social media companies to take more responsibility uh, for doing this. And then we need government to create greater levels of regulation. Um, a lot of this is unregulated at this stage. Yeah, I mean, one, one piece of this, and we talk a lot about education, what's happening in schools, grade schools, middle schools, high school, whether private, public, whatever. And I will just say this, that when you think about the level of education and Holocaust education in schools, it's something that up until fairly recently was not something that across the board, across America, children learned about in school. Which is bizarre to me. So my, I mean, if your kids went to private schools, more likely, like my kids went to uh, Catholic schools here in Philadelphia. So they had a ton of history. But by contrast, if you look at, like I say, until fairly recently, they did not have Holocaust education in Pennsylvania and most states. Do you see, and I, and for example, I think of um, doing interviews with Locally here in Philadelphia, Ernie Gross, who was a Holocaust survivor, and then Don Greenbaum, who was one of those soldiers, American soldiers, who helped to liberate him literally as he was standing in a line as as a young teen and about to go into, I mean, it just gives me chill bumps to say it, but to go into, it was at uh, Dachau, the concentration camp, and, and literally was being led to his death. And they went on a speaking circuit and would talk to school groups. And I know Microsoft Classroom has videos of them. And I did uh, a television story with them. To to so many, the fact that they would be a Holocaust denier and that this is something that's on social media that's existing. So how do we combat that? And how is the ADL and groups like the ADL working with schools? And I'm even talking about not just the Ivy Leagues, but to... To the point here that I'm trying to make, Andrew, my kids, when they saw this, they immediately, they had a baseline. In other words, since they were little, they've learned this. It's real to them. They've met Holocaust survivors. So this whole nonsense going on was absurd and outrageous to them. To me, the education is the key. I absolutely agree with you. The education is the key, you know, from a college level. We need uh, university presidents, we need provosts, we need academic deans to do a better job looking at their curriculum 
looking at what's going on in their own academic departments? Um, are they including the wide breadth of information that is out there to be able to combat this rising anti-Semitism? From the K through 12, you know, regionally, having been in this position for two years, my area oversees southern New Jersey, eastern Pennsylvania, and Delaware. Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, we have about 90% of schools at this point are doing some level of Holocaust education. Uh, we need to see more of that. We know from data that when students are educated on the Holocaust, that they build greater empathy, not just for those of the Jewish identity, but for people of all different backgrounds mm -hmm. and different identity groups. So that type of education becomes paramount. New Jersey has had that requirement for some time. They actually just passed legislation to require the checking of the quality of it. Because again, just because you say you're doing something doesn't necessarily mean that the quality of it is where it needs to be. So I agree with you, you know, education is a key component of this. It's the reason why ADL has a significant amount of education programs uh, that we do throughout the region and that many of the regional offices do across the country. And there's also an organization called Echoes and Reflection that does specifically Holocaust education work. So anybody who's listening, who's looking to bring more uh, education work, I'd encourage you to look at those pieces. Those are great resources. Yeah, I, I was. I had done interviews with Rhonda Fink Whitman, who's uh, Bucks County and Philadelphia mom, and was a, a radio, longtime radio personality. She's the one who had gone initially because her mom was a twin who survived as a young child who survived the Holocaust. Remember when they took the twins? It's sick, right? And one sister died. Yep. The other, her mom, survived. And so Rhonda Fink Whitman would go around and she went to UPenn. This was nine, eight, nine years ago. And so she was the one who was fighting for this, to have this consistency in, in the Holocaust education. Just, just so you, I wanted to give her credit for that. And I couldn't think of her name right off the top of my head, but great lady who really fought for what you're talking about. But it's fairly new within the last, let's say five to eight years. And they don't, and, and they have more of genocide education not necessarily Holocaust education. So I'll put that out there. So for you, I will just ask you this, Andrew. I know it's a sensitive topic when we talk about vetting individuals who come here, let's say on student visas, etc. At least one of the students who, who is accused right now of leading some of these protests that, that ultimately she's accused of making violent threats against Jew, her fellow Jewish students, she's on a visa. She's from the Middle East. She's here on a visa. At what point is, is the ADL and other groups do, you know, speaking out and saying we have to vet individuals when they come here because they're coming here with maybe an alternate agenda other than just learning at our great institutions? You know, I, I will have to say that in my role as a regional director mm -hmm. in advocating for certain things at the regional level, I'm not involved in national policy yeah. in that way. I think that, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things that people are considering at this point in time. And, uh, for me, I oversee a lot of our engagement here around combating anti-Semitic incidents, um, and as well as making sure education's in place. And that's where I'm going to remain my focus. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And you, you're very diplomatic. I just, I have to ask the questions because, you know, people here are upset. And, and everybody wants 
to go beyond the resignation of one or or three presidents, but to say what what's being done to end this. And I I've had parents tell me, you know, I'm 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 tempted to pull my my student at these schools and and also to think about being afraid for for whatever reason, no matter who you are. So when you look at this, are you encouraged by any of the news headlines or the movements that are happening? Do you feel in the right direction? What are you encouraged by? What are you discouraged by, Andrew? Well, the first thing that I'm encouraged by, a lot of people ask me, how can I do this job seeing everything that I see on a daily basis? And just to give you a sense, we've recently released some uh, national data uh, as of this morning, some updated information where we're seeing three times as many incidents. In our region alone, I've had 300 complaints of anti-Semitism. Uh, compared to about 80 last year with a total, 80 at the same time last year with a total of 500 uh, in 2022. But let me tell you what's encouraging. What's encouraging is, and I've said this before, every time there is a bad incident, every time something comes up, I see people coming out who are against it. I see all the people who come out who are against the hate, who are against the anti-Semitism, and they're helping to fight back against it. And that's the stuff that doesn't make the news. The other thing that encourages me is shortly after the Hamas attack on Israel, our Philadelphia City Council, despite what was in the chamber's very virulent anti uh, anti-Semitism mm-hmm. and, and hate being spewed in the room, the multiracial, multicultural Philadelphia City Council voted unanimously to condemn the Hamas terrorist attacks. I think we can't lose sight of that. We can't lose sight of the fact that many leaders are behind this rise in anti-Semitism and hate in all forms, and we need to make sure we're acknowledging those allies who are. So that that's the thing that gives me hope. Also, you know, as much as it's taken a dark time to do this, I see many companies and schools looking at the importance of including Jewish culture and anti-Semitism in their engagement work. And so as we see more requests and other requests for that, that's an opportunity to get in and teach and learn. So those are the two things that give me a lot of hope as we move forward. Well, we'll end on that hopeful note. Um, Andrew, I thank you so much because it's such an important issue. I think people want to know what they can do to be part of the solution um, because the headlines are discouraging and and a bit scary, quite frankly. I mean, your stats just within the la- less than a month showing what seventy three plus percent of Jewish students feeling feeling afraid and have reason to feel afraid. Nobody should feel afraid when they're on a campus in a city in America anytime anywhere. Agreed. Nobody should of any identity or background ever feel afraid where they are. And we should be able to be who we are, where we are. So I I really appreciate the time this morning. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thank you.